0: Welcome to the Bookshelf Stories Podcast. The story that you're about to hear just may change your life. My name is Justin, and I'm going to be your guide on this adventure into a wonderful new world. And on this episode, you'll hear about how it all started. Listen in
1: The Bookshelf Stories by Justin Chades, Chapter One The Bookshelf. The three children sprinted into their new house, although I suppose it technically wasn't a new house. The house was actually quite old, built a long time before even their grandparents were born. The relative age of the house, however, is not the focus of this story. Hudson, Levi, and Selah were siblings and the best of friends. They were eager to explore the new place that they would call home. By far, their favorite thing about the new house was the sheer number of rooms Upstairs and downstairs, there were rooms all over the place, and it was the perfect house to play their very favorite game, hide-and-seek. They rushed up the old creaky wood staircase and darted off to the main loft that overlooked the foyer. The walls were covered in a patterned wallpaper from floor to ceiling, and a bronze chandelier hung right above them, lighting up the room. The kids were in their new, happy place. "'Okay, kids, you can play some together while we start unboxing our things,' came the voice of their dad from downstairs. Hudson, Levi, and Selah looked at each other with large eyes. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? asked Selah. Oh yeah, replied Levi and Hudson together. Hide and seek. Levi flung his hand in the air and volunteered to count and seek first. Selah and Hudson ran off to different corners of the house. Hudson turned down a hallway and found a small storage closet, where he quickly snuck in and waited quietly. Selah glided over to the room at the end of the hallway on the opposite end of the house as it was the only door that was open and wouldn't make any noise as she entered. This wasn't Selah's first time playing hide and seek and she knew that sudden noises were not your friend if you wanted to win this game. As she entered the room and pushed past the solid wood door she immediately noticed something that caught her attention. There was an old bookshelf on the far wall that was loaded with what must have been hundreds and hundreds of old books. There were enough dusty, old, leather-bound books to keep you busy reading for years. Selah delicately approached the bookshelf, trying her best not to make any noise on the wood floor with each step. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, she heard Levi yell. But even though her time to find a proper hiding spot was running out, her eyes were drawn to one book on the shelf that stuck out to her above all the others. Or, perhaps I should say, beneath all the others. On the bottom shelf, beneath the hundreds of other books, was a golden book that captured her imagination. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Time was running out, but all Sayla could think to do was reach out and grab that golden book on the bottom shelf. She crouched down low, stretched out her hand, and pulled the book towards her. Then, the strangest thing happened. You probably won't believe me when I tell you. As she pulled the book towards her, a small section at the bottom of the bookshelf opened up like the entrance to a cave. Her pull on the golden book somehow set in motion a chain reaction of movement that transformed the old oak shelf. Selah felt a cool breeze touch her skin as she drew near to the dark opening in the shelf. Nineteen, twenty- "'Ready or not, here I come,' Levi shouted. Selah did the only thing that any respectable hide-and-seek player would do under these circumstances. She dove into the small opening at the bottom of the bookshelf. How small was it exactly? Well, it was so small that you most certainly have to be the size of a child to be able to enter it. I suppose that an adult could have entered it if they were willing to get down real low and crawl through, but that's neither here nor there.' As soon as she entered the bookshelf, she thought to herself, My goodness, this bookshelf sure is deeper than it looks on the outside. As she continued to creep slowly towards the back of the bookshelf, she saw what appeared to be a small light emerging from the back of the bookshelf. As she crept closer and closer to the light, the light breeze that she felt at first swelled up to become a strong and mighty wind. Her pigtails started rotating like tiny airplane propellers as the light in front of her grew larger and larger. She thought for a moment that she must be crawling into the next room. Then, seemingly out of nowhere, the darkness of the cave in the bookshelf was entirely swallowed up in light. Selah winced as her eyes tried to adjust to the light. As soon as she regained her senses, she looked around in complete shock. Where was she? I must have crawled out to the side of the house, Selah thought. This doesn't look like the yard to our new house, though, and— I was upstairs. Surely I would have fallen to the ground and hurt myself. She turned around in a continuous 360 degree circle and tried to take in everything she was now seeing, smelling, and hearing. A flood of emotions came over her as her eyes searched the surrounding area. Have you ever had the experience of having two seemingly opposite feelings at the exact same time fear and excitement, familiarity and strangeness, curiosity and reluctance? All of these feelings and more rushed inside of Selah's quickly beating heart. She was in an untouched forest, with large oak trees and wild berry bushes as far as the eye could see. There was what looked to be a river flowing over to her right, and a flock of birds flying up above her in a perfect V formation. Her eyes immediately bounced from the sight of the birds and fixated on the sky itself. It was a deep blue, almost purple, unlike any sky she'd ever seen before. There were a few clouds that were a soft and fluffy pink, a sweet breeze brushed across Selah's face, and the wonderful smells of the forest flowers and berries filled her small button nose. Wherever she was, it was unlike any place she had ever been before. The brightness, texture, and fullness of the colors that filled the rich and beautiful landscape were popping with brilliance. If colors had volume knobs— It was like someone had come into this place and cranked the knob all the way up to the max. Taking it all in, Sela concluded, I must be dreaming. That's it. I fell asleep while playing hide and seek, and this is all a dream. As she was pondering the dreaminess of the sights around her, she walked over towards the river up in the distance and sat under a large oak tree that provided some shade. She rested her back on the trunk while collecting her thoughts. Another gentle breeze kissed the side of her face. Her heart was strangely warmed and full of joy. Then, her quiet moment was suddenly interrupted. Well, howdy, said a mysterious voice. Huh? Who's there? Where are you? Selah stood up and looked in every direction. She pressed her back to the trunk in a nervous attempt to protect herself. Well, there you
0: have it. That was chapter one. I cannot wait for you to get to hear chapter two. It's going to be coming very soon. But until then, so that you don't miss a single episode, make sure you subscribe or follow the Bookshelf Stories podcast. In fact, do it now so that you don't forget. And if you enjoyed this story, maybe share it with a friend. Let them know that you're listening to it and would like to listen with them. The Bookshelf Stories podcast is produced by Head and Heart Bible. We produce online Bible courses that help parents prepare their sons and daughters for a lifetime of faithfulness to Jesus. You can check us out at headandheartbible.com. The link is in the description. But with that, we will see you on the next episode.